0: This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast,
1: episode number 36.
0: We have a special guest here with us today.
1: Yes, we sure do. We have Sunny Doozy, who will be sharing her insights on using YouTube.
0: This is the final interview in our six-part series about how to grow and monetize by providing huge value to your online community.
1: So let us tell you a little bit about Sunny. She's an award-winning video, social media, and online business strategist. She's worked with hundreds of clients across industries like helping Hootsuite develop a YouTube series that increased subscriptions by 75% and Applebee's, which I remember watching that that day, which was amazing, helping them hit 1 billion impressions in one day. That is mind-blowing. Sunny was named one of 20 must-watch YouTube channels that will change your business by Forbes, and she's been featured on national radio, television and online platforms like entrepreneur.com and the Huffington Post.
0: Yeah. And I have been a fan of Sunny's for a long time, watching her YouTube channel and listening to her tips. She very much is focused on the entrepreneur and people like you and I who are looking to build their business online. And so I'm really excited to have you here today, Sunny.
2: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And what a lovely intro. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) For a lovely lady. (laughs) Thank you. Sometimes I hear my bio and I'm like, are they talking about me? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Have I done all those things? You have. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) It's awesome. And that's why we have you here because I really do feel like you have a lot to share with our audience who are really people that are trying to build their community online. And you've done a great job of that with YouTube. I mean, that's really where you began your journey. And I know you've kind of brought it out from there and you have your own podcast now, which I'm really excited about. It's really cool that you're doing that. But really, why is it that you always come back to YouTube as your main marketing tool?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really simple. And and I a little bit fell into YouTube. So it was a really happy accident for me because I actually ran a consultancy for about four years uh, working with businesses of all different kinds in all different niches, developing their social media strategies and actually executing on them for them. And I was doing, at the time, just Twitter and Facebook for the most part, because I don't even think anything else was really around or being leveraged. And so I did that. I focused on that, built really successful campaigns, knew exactly what I was doing on those platforms. And then a funny thing happened where I got so many clients and I never talked about my business. I didn't promote it. Everything was word of mouth. I had clients refer me to people, which is amazing. And I was really, really happy. We were just talking about kind of offline that I'm a bit of an introvert. So I was like, yay, I'll just stay stay behind the scenes and do my thing. And I love doing this work. And then it got to a point where I had so many clients, I just was feeling a little burnt out and not capable of answering everyone's questions all the time. And so a lot of my clients would have the same questions over and over again. So I figured one day, it was March of 2015, and the big rage at the time was Periscope. All my clients were asking me, how do we use this for our business? How do we integrate this into our strategy? Like, How does it work? So, And should we be using this or Meerkat, if anyone else remembers Meerkat? So I was like, (laughs) I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to film a video on this. And instead of getting on the phone with every single client individually or going to a meeting, film a video and just send it to my clients. And that will teach them exactly what they need to know. And it kind of was my way to like scale myself or duplicate myself. So I sent it to my clients and had less than a couple hundred subscribers on my YouTube channel. And it was just accumulated over a couple of years of posting random videos of family, friends, demo reels, because I used to work in television. And didn't think anything of it. And I woke up the next day to a couple thousand views on the video. And then I also had hundreds of comments from all over the world. And I also had inquiries in my email from people saying, I saw you on YouTube and I want to work with you. And obvious light bulb moment. Also quite overwhelming because I was already burnt out. So I was like, okay, what is this going to do? What would happen if I did this every single week? So I just started doing these videos every week based on my clients' questions about social media. And the next thing I knew, I had 50,000 subscribers. Within the first 12 months, I had reached over 3 million people with my videos. And you can imagine, and I'm sure for the people listening, they're sitting there going, wow, like what would happen to my business if 3 million people knew about me in the next 12 months? And it changed. I say this all the time. It sounds so cheesy. But YouTube changed my life and it changed my business. And in that one year, we went from this $50,000 like tiny consultancy... And I say we, but at the time, it was just me for about seven years... And then we went to this place where I hired a team. I hired my first intern and then she turned... She's now my COO in the company. We now have a team of close to 10 people, which is crazy. And we launched our first course. So we scaled the business that way because the demand became so great from the people finding me on YouTube. So it was my only way to be able to serve everyone was to create something that was kind of self-study. And we can continue to consult on a really high level. And I've been able to speak on stages all over the world. And within a month of me posting my first video on YouTube, I got an email from the head of social media at NATO, NATO's headquarters in Brussels. And he was like, hey, I was searching for how to use Twitter and your video came up at the top and you seem like you really know what you're talking about. And we're having this conference for all of these government agencies from all over the world. So I was speaking to the head of social media for NASA, which I was geeking out about because I think NASA does such an incredible job online, the UN, the FBI... Every single like army, navy, everything had the heads of their like online communication departments. And I was teaching them about video and live streaming and how to connect with the public they serve. And so for me, that was kind of another sign of, oh my gosh, if I continue to leverage this platform, like what is going to happen to my life and my business? And that's really what it comes down to for me. YouTube changed everything, it allowed me to reach people on a mass scale and share my knowledge with the mass scale. That's like an incredible story. Yeah, it really
1: is. That is amazing. What what an awesome story. I mean, it just shows the power of using the platform, in this case, being YouTube and having it work for you. So what is your strategy for getting people to follow you on YouTube? How are you building your community there?
2: So for me, I always lead with education. And and you guys kind of mentioned this at the beginning, but I basically always have focused on, the entrepreneur. So my strategy is very different from that of a creator, I guess, because my end goal has always been, how can I educate entrepreneurs in a way that is going to make marketing and their businesses easier and building online businesses easier. So the whole theme of the channel is Be Your Own Boss, Build Your Own Life. And so basically, I've just every single week focused on a couple of different factors to get found by people and to build my subscriber base. First and foremost is frequently asked questions. And that's how the whole channel started was everyone was asking me these questions all the time, all my clients. And I was like, my clients are asking these questions. There's probably other people out there who have the same pain point. So I'd love to be able to solve it. And when you think of YouTube, it's a search engine owned by the largest search engine in the world. So if you're making searchable content of any kind, whether that's reviews or how-tos, tutorials, you're going to get found by the right people. So that's the basis and the premises of my strategy. And that's really how my channel grew so fast. So that's number one. The other things that I'll focus on are things like trending topics. So what are really like hot pieces of info or books or whatever is coming out that I can leverage to build the traffic and get found by subscribers? Case in point was Periscope. I, the only reason that video did so well was a perfect storm was I was the first person to make a video on it. And it was trending at the time and everybody wanted to know about it. So that was another thing. And then looking at my community and looking at what they're asking me on a regular basis, as well as the things that they seem to be writing about, or they seem to be engaging with on other platforms or in other um, niche groups and going, okay, well, how can I incorporate that? Or how can I add further information from my own intel about that? So that's another piece of it. And then the final piece of the puzzle is just focusing on keywords and focusing on crafting my titles in a way that people are actually being, are actually searching for them.
0: Yeah. And I think that's great. I mean, really being um, intentional about the things that you're doing and knowing who the audience is that you're trying to reach. And one of the things that I wonder about is you talked about people immediately starting to send you email into your inbox the week after. So how do you get people to take action like that and convert to a customer from YouTube? I mean, how do they find you after that?
2: Yeah. So I think it's really fascinating. This piece of it's really interesting. So I've Obviously, I kind of stumbled into it. So once I stumbled into it, saw the power of it, I've studied it to the ends of the earth. And anyone who knows me is, knows I'm like borderline obsessed with figuring it out on a constant basis because every platform changes too. So I've created a formula um, now that's pretty foolproof for entrepreneurs using YouTube to leverage their traffic and their viewers, but actually take those viewers and turn them into customers. And I learned this through mistakes. Like I have a video has, that has over a million views And there is no call to action in that video. However, that video is still served up traffic to my website because people are like, Okay, who is this girl? She seems to know what she's talking about. I'm going to go Google her or find her. So that's kind of the hardest route to go. The easiest is you just tell them where where to go after your video. So I have this hot script formula where at the end of it, the two things you have to do is two times call to action. So the first one is a conversion call to action. Tell them where to go next. Where do you want them to find you? Whether you can pixel them on your website, send them to a lead magnet or download of some kind, put them in a Facebook group, where can you nurture a relationship with that person? So that's really the most important piece. But I think the other just organic part of this is the reason I love YouTube so much is that it's so different from advertising or the virality of other platforms of needing to push your message in front of people. Whereas with YouTube, people are finding you exactly when they need you and want to hear from you. So there is a it's much warmer leads, I guess, and potential customers because they're Finding you when they need the answer to that question. So they are much faster to take action on Googling you, figuring out what kind of resources you have available outside of just the video. So understanding that and using that to your advantage as an entrepreneur is such a powerful thing to do. I was just, I have a a program called the authority accelerator. And one of my, one of my clients today wrote me and she only has posted one video. The video has less than 200 views and she's just growing her subscriber base, but she was like, holy crap. I'm already booking calls from directly from this one YouTube video, like several calls this week for her paid offerings have come directly from this YouTube video. And there's two things. One, it's people who have just found her. Two, it's people who have been in her community, but don't feel that relationship with her yet. And now they're getting all this free information from her and going, oh, she really does know what she's talking about. I'm going to buy from her. And I've heard that feedback from a lot of my clients too. It attracts cold traffic, but it also warms up your warm traffic to want to purchase. And also gives them
0: something to purchase. I think a lot of time as entrepreneurs we forget to have an offering.
2: <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying? That is clear.
0: Yes. I mean, a clear offering. I guess is the yes. right word.
2: Absolutely, um, or a relevant offering for sure.
0: Yeah, that's really a great, great tip there. So
2: Thanks. How yeah, are definitely. you using
0: those various features of YouTube? Then? Because um, there's some new ones. I mean, there's what? A, yeah, what a, so tell us what I you mean, do.
2: It's a, it's a constant journey. The one thing I do love about YouTube, as much as it's it's evolved and changed the general like base of it and how you can use it to your advantage hasn't really changed. And it's a pretty steadfast platform as opposed to other platforms out there. So when there are changes that arise, I kind of slowly but steadily like integrate them and test them. And I think people look at me now and I'm doing two videos a week. I used to just do one and I did one a week for almost three years. And I was totally happy with that. Now I have a team and I'm able to add a little more to the schedule. And I'm a long game person. So I'm like, I'll add another one when I want to. but (laughs) Because I know eventually that'll be important. But yeah, so when new features come out, I test them. And I try and think of unique or creative ways to use them. And I see what works and doesn't work. And then I find the way to stick to it. So like, i.e. when cards came out, I'm like, okay, how can you really use these? And at what point in the video do you want them to pop up? Because you don't want people to leave too early, but you do want to drive your traffic somewhere else. So what's the strategy around that? Or like even end screens. Now I'm playing around with end screens a lot because they're a great way to increase session time on YouTube, which YouTube really likes because the longer the people stay on their platform, the happier they are with you as a creator. So yeah. So there's lots of really like fun little changes and updates and stuff like that. And nothing phases me because I think that changes are inevitable. And at the end of the day, we don't own YouTube. We don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. So all you can do is what's within your control and that's why I've leveraged YouTube to build an email list that I own and to drive people into products and services and and why I don't really monetize my channel I monetize a few videos here and there and add ads to them but my business strategy for YouTube is not
1: reliant on AdSense because I don't own that. Very smart. You have a new podcast, the Sunny <laughs> Show podcast. This is very exciting because we we love being podcasters. We love other female podcasters. So tell us about this. How did this get started? What's the inspiration?
2: The inspiration and the reason I started it actually was because so many people would ask me to figure out a way to, to allow them to listen to my YouTube episodes um, on the go. And so I was like, well, the easiest way to do it would be to have podcasts because then you're, they're not using data and they can download the episodes and whatever else. So that's how it started. And we just launched it in January. The response has been so positive. And now we're kind of pivoting. And I talked about this uh, last week on my Instagram story and just shared that you have to test everything. And I think for me, a really fascinating thing that's happened in the last year is we had our biggest year in the business last year and everything grew really fast. And that's a great thing, but it also messes with your head a little bit. And for me, I kind of went into this state of, okay, well, there's more people watching. So that means I have to be more perfect. So I'm going to get a nicer set. I'm going to have a full crew. I'm going to do everything top of the line, overcomplicated, all the things. When in reality, the only reason that I'm in the place that I'm at today, and I built this amazing community that I have is because I'm me. I'm imperfect. And my first year of videos was me sitting in my apartment, sitting in front of a window using my webcam and just kind of riffing. So I kind of lost touch with what I needed to be doing to relate to my audience and continue to harvest those relationships in trying to be super perfect all the time. <laughs> I feel like you can relate to this. <laughs> Can't we all? It's a
0: I think it's a woman thing too, you know. I mean, that feeling of needing to just be the perfect thing for people. And I think the perfect gets in the way of getting it done sometimes too.
2: 100%. And so even with the podcast, like how we started it, I was like, "Okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to use the full-length YouTube video, then we're going to have a bonus interview on add on the end of it." In theory in my head, I was like, "This is brilliant." What I've learned over and over again as an entrepreneur is when I think an idea is brilliant, it's usually not going to resonate with people. <laughs> it's usually the things that I'm like, really, people are going to like that that tend to do the best. So I kind of overcomplicated the crap of the podcast, and uh, even though like we've had a great response on it internally for me, I, I knew I wanted to pivot it. So now I'm just having conversations with like really interesting people in my life and people that I look up to and people who have been mentors to me, and I think it's way more interesting. I enjoy listening to them now. And I think it's just a way more interesting format and really sticks to to the ethos that my whole mission is be your own boss, build your your own life, and empowering anybody who comes into contact with me with the tools to shine brighter. And my whole goal is to create these success ripples. So I want anyone who knows me or comes into contact with my content to be their most successful version of themselves, whatever that looks like. And I just want to help facilitate them getting there. And so I feel like the podcast is more aligned with that now um, than what it was before.
0: That's really great. Cause I mean, I really feel like, you know, conversations are where it's at, you know, having mm-hmm. real authentic conversations, which is kind of what we do in this podcast. You know, we really feel like having those conversations and, you know, a lot of times we don't have a guest. I mean, you're kind of, this is kind of an unusual thing for us to have all these guests in the row. It's mostly just Madeline and I riffing on stuff, you know, right. about what totally. It is. totally And, you know, we come up with some ideas and I think that, you know, just understanding that people want to see authenticity because in this world, we were talking about this today, you know, everybody's trying to look cool and amazing. And, you know, they're trying to like, you know, be just have their hair in the perfect spot and, you know, have their makeup just right. Or, you know, they're trying to whatever it is that impresses their friends or. Yeah. And and it's it's
2: exhausting. And that's really kind of the pivot that I've had in the last month. And I, I released a video on my channel that was so out of the norm for me and probably one of the more intimidating pieces of content that I've ever put out there. And it all related back to that because that pressure that I felt when the business grew, it, it evolved into this really chaotic time for me of complete burnout and the need to be better, be more perfect, be the best. Da, 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 da. And like it's a habit I've had my whole life and a mindset I've had my whole life, but it creeps in whenever you go to a new level. So that's definitely been weighing heavily on me. And so I've been trying to do content now and mixing things up. I'm doing still educational. I'm teaching YouTube. I'm teaching online business. But I'm also now talking about... I did a video yesterday or on Sunday about how to look good in every photo on Instagram. And it's the yeah. eight steps that go into coming up with a good photo. Like It's not a walk in the park. It's not like you just show up to get your photo taken and you look perfect it takes a lot of effort for people to look perfect. And the feedback on that video has been so inspiring for me because it was right on point of why I wanted to create it. And people are saying, you know, I quit Instagram because I kept going through my feed and I'm a new entrepreneur and I just felt so intimidated. like I'm never going to look like these people. I'm never going to be able to be impressive. And this showed me that those people that look so impressive to me, there's a lot of work that goes into that and there's a whole team behind it. So that's become a mission for me now to really kind of ease that pressure because I've felt it so much in my in my life.
0: Yeah. And I actually watched that video it was a couple was like about a month ago, right? Or something. Yeah. And it was really very real, you know, talking about your struggles as an entrepreneur. And I think it's good for people to see that you can have struggles. And in the end of the day, you can come out on top. And I think that is what really builds a community. We talk about community on this podcast and people have to see themselves in what you're doing and in the community that they're in, rather right. than feeling like, oh my gosh, Sunny's so much more... She's got it so much more together than she's me. i so polished. I will, she's so
2: whatever. And
0: I don't real- have that. It's not me, right?
2: Yeah. So. And the reality is we all have our stuff and everybody is dealing with something. And it's just... It's become really easy for every single person on the planet. We used to look at celebrities and put them on a pedestal. Now you look at your neighbor next door and she looks perfect all the time online and you're thinking, how's her life so great? Why does mine suck so bad? At The end of the day, everybody's got their stuff, but it's just really easy in this day and age to put on a, a polished front to look like everything's perfect, even if it's not.
1: Yay for authenticity. Yay. <laughs> what do you think, Madeline? Yeah, That's- absolutely. Well, this is why I love live video because yeah. live video, you cannot hide behind it. You it, it can't get more authentic than that. So I'm a big fan of, of going that route for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, that, and it's great. I mean, you know, we can all have something to teach our communities about different things. So for Madeline, she's teaching her community about live video and women specifically and how to use live video to, you know, kind of get out there and be seen. You, Sunny, are doing this amazing stuff with authenticity, with tips and with like specifics. I mean, so we can talk about that a little bit here. We usually have an action item in our podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we've asked you to prepare an action item for our audience. So what Do you have for us?
2: My action item is—I guess I can give. I'm actually going to give two. I know I said I'd give one, but I'm going to give two because there's (laughs) really two key factors to succeeding on YouTube, and I do believe that every entrepreneur should be leveraging it because it's the only platform that's going to work for you while you're sleeping, but without having to pay for it. So, so my two action items are. First and foremost, creating a list of frequently asked questions from your community or your customers or your clients. And then using those to create video topics out of. My second action item is grabbing my boss YouTube channel checklist. You can just go to my website, grab it from there. And I'm sure the link will be in the show notes as well. But yeah, grab my boss YouTube channel checklist. And it's 14 simple steps to get your YouTube channel set up for success. Uh, Really, really important pieces to putting your channel together in a way that is going to attract the right audience to your business and brand. And I think what I'll say as kind of an add-on to that is, I know it's very easy right now to get caught up in, I need more views. I want to go viral. I want to have a million people watch my video. But what I really want to emphasize is that for entrepreneurs, it's such a different strategy. I would rather you have 30 targeted views on your videos that are actually going to convert into customers than go viral and reach a million people who do not care about your brand, who aren't invested in actually doing anything with you. That's the route you want to go first is adding value and attracting the right people instead of going viral and attracting a bunch of random people who aren't going to take action.
0: Well, I've always thought of that kind of viral effect as being like this huge herd of longhorn cows running over your your property and then what's left behind is like, you know, broken sticks and like, you know, like It's so true. Whatever. Yeah. And nothing really happens from it except for damage. So you know, what what do you really want is people that want you? And I loved what you said about YouTube being a just in time channel mm. where people are finding you when they want you and when mm-hmm. they need you. And with all the things going on with Facebook right now and all the fear around the ability for us to reach out to our communities through Facebook yeah. and our Facebook groups and all of the things that we're doing there, which are still really valuable. This is another option that we mm-hmm. have. So I love this. And I know that there's a lot of technical pieces to it that people are a bit afraid of. So yeah, I mean, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve as in with everything. But you did did it with your phone
2: in front of your window. That's my thing. I just put a video out today and I know this will be coming out later, but put a video out today about how to make professional videos at home without any equipment because you absolutely can. Most of my clients, even if they have multiple seven figure, really successful businesses are shooting with an iPhone. Because at the end of the day on YouTube, what matters most is valuable content, not the production value. The production value is really the only pieces that are super important is if people can hear and see you. So if you're in a quiet room, you don't need a mic. Just make sure that your audio is clear and that you have some natural light on you, which is my personal preference for lighting. So yeah, I think that it's understanding like you... And it goes back to what I was saying. You don't have to be perfect to attract people into your tribe. And I'd say,
0: you know, another call to action, which we try not to do too many, but one is really just subscribe to Sunny's channel because she does Mm -hmm. consistently put out how to videos about this. So, I mean, if it's something you're thinking about, it's a good place to start. You can go and look Mm -hmm. at her channel, go to the videos section and just kind of browse through the videos and pick the ones that seem to be most interesting to you and what Mm -hmm. you're kind of the areas where you're missing. So I love your channel for that reason. Um, I've really enjoyed it myself. Just listening to what you have to say and and so I, I, we appreciate you. So Thank anyway. Thank you so much. I Very appreciate much, you guys. Yes. I appreciate you having me. So where can people find you online?
2: You can find me, well, first and foremost, at SunnyLennardDoozie.com. But yeah, if you want to find a whole library of videos on a lot of the stuff that I was speaking about, it's YouTube.com slash Cool. And we'll
0: have Excellent. all of that in the show notes, right, Madeline?
1: Absolutely. Your videos are so good, Sunny, and my new mastermind group for women. You have some some great ones on confidence building that I've shared with them. And uh, yeah, you're you're pretty popular with our group. Yay! That's (laughs) so good to hear. Thank you so much for sharing them. Sure thing. So thank you so much for being here with us. This has been such a treat. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks. And we will see all of you later. We're going to put all of these amazing tips together. And please listen to the whole series because you will learn everything you need to build your community across multiple platforms. And we appreciate it. See you next week.
1: Bye, everybody. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communities that convert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar, that's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R, and also to Cami, her Twitter handle is at Kami Chat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Kami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at CommunitiesThatConvert.com.